It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your good podcast from. Well, it's a Monday morning, June the 19th, back to the dreaded Monday. But hey, after today, just four more days until the weekend. So that's the good news. Karen in Wollongong, a very good morning to you. Thank you for your email this morning. And uh, Karen wants to know how likely it is that the gains in the property market that we have seen over the last two to three months will drive the next two to three months with increased interest rate rises from the RBA. Karen, it's a great question and it's very good timing for you because this morning we are talking to Warren Hogan, the economic advisor for Halo Technologies. And good morning, Warren. Welcome back to the Real Estate Breakfast. Good morning. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, what do you reckon that question there from Karen? What's the answer? Well, it's the question everyone's asking. And I think the answer is we're set for a a bit of a nasty turn. Uh, I think the the market's been performing well, defying interest rate gravity to some extent. But I think that that economic and financial reality is about to catch up with the market over the course of the next few months. I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing weaker outcomes almost immediately. Now, that's a generic comment. There'll be different performances from different markets. But Overall, I just don't see the market being able to withstand this latest rate hike from the RBA and the prospect of more coming. All right. Well, I'm not sure, Karen, that is what you wanted to hear from Warren this morning, but it is probably in the zone. It's in the lane. So we'll talk more about that coming up in just a moment. We don't just report on real estate news. We take you to the source of the information. We produce more property podcasts every week than anyone else. We are your trusted guide for all things real estate. And right now it is time for another 30-second property tip. We go to Canberra this morning and to Luke. And good morning, Luke. What have you got for us this morning? Good morning, Craig. My property tip would be for sellers today. When hiring an agent, it would always be recommended. Look at uh, the most active agents in your suburb or area that you're selling. Choose from either two or three and interview them. Probably don't focus on costs and so forth up front. Uh, you really want to look at the experience of the agent and the uh, the connection that he has with purchases in your area. Yes, that is a great bit of advice. The connection to the area is a good one and also the connection to you, the vendor, because sometimes if you're not vibing with the agent, it's a good indication to probably find somebody else. The agent you need to be relaxed around and if you aren't relaxed with an agent, think about how the agent is going to interact with your buyers. All right, let's have a look at the birthday calls if you are celebrating today for Monday, June the 19th. Happy birthday. You're celebrating with Paula Abdul. She's turning 60, the American singer and dancer. Kathleen Turner, you might remember her if you are old enough with the movie Romancing the Stone with Michael Douglas. She's turning 68. And Zoe Saldana is turning 44. She is best known for her role in 
Avatar. From the emotion of property, the economic inflation, managing your expectations, lack of stock, price growth, construction appetite, days on market. Stay informed with us and know your property. It's the main centre forecast. And around the country on our Monday, let's check on the weather word. First we go to Sydney, beautifully fine sunshine with 18 degrees. In Melbourne, expecting unfortunately not only the showers, but your temperature's not going to go past 11 degrees today. Brisbane, blue skies and 23. And in Perth, also a fine Monday and your high From first-time homebuyers to seasoned investors to breaking property news. Discover the stories behind the real estate. And we are back this morning with Warren Hogan, the economic advisor for Halo Technologies and CoreLogic's weekly dwelling values index increased by 0.35% in the week ending uh, for the 15th of June, marking the 15th consecutive weekly increase. And the five major capital cities experienced value increases. Sydney saw the highest growth with a 4.8% increase in the house prices over the quarter. Now, Warren, the first question is, is that something you would have predicted given the current market conditions? Certainly not uh, late last year and earlier this year. It has come as something of a surprise. As the years played out, I think we can explain it simply as Rates have gone up, yes, and that's a problem for some people, but actually for the great majority of Australians, they're still prepared to borrow at these sorts of mortgage rates to get into their housing dream. And of course, the economy is still rock solid, and we saw that last week with the employment figure for May producing 75,000 jobs. So in retrospect, the economy has proved to be more resilient in 2023 to the 300 basis points of rate hikes last year. And of course, that's showing up in the property market. Yeah, and just having a look at the property market, I think you've got some commentary around the apartment situation in Brisbane in particular and then followed by Sydney. Yeah, well, we we often, especially us economists, talk about the overall market. There's no such thing as an Australian property market. There's a whole series of markets that underlie it. And I think as we're sitting here in the start of winter 2023, we've got an outlook that diverges greatly. So the real pressure point with all this immigration and lack of new supply is going to show up in the major capital cities on the East Coast. And I think that's going to be felt most acutely in the apartment markets. And so I am actually quite positive on those markets, particularly Brisbane. Brisbane struggled to digest all those apartments built in the past decade prior to the pandemic, but I think that city's changing. That's where the new population's coming. That's where the pressure point will be. That's really the most positive part of the market. Over in the West, I'm still neutral. Perth, Darwin, even regional WA could well actually be a positive market as well for, for the next six months. But then there's everything else, whether it's regional New South Wales and Victoria, whether it's the smaller markets, Tasmania, Hobart, South Australia, Canberra. I think those markets are diabolically overvalued and are going to really struggle over the second half of 23 and even into early 24 as rates continue to go up. And what about some experts? They've warned of a potential double dip housing correction, but there currently isn't any evidence of that price impact at the moment. 
Zero evidence. Clearance rates have been strong. I think they're one of the best indicators of how the market's going. And if anything, those Sydney and Melbourne clearance rates, which I think are the best reads for the auction markets, uh, are actually not booming, but not far off, up in the uh, mid to high 70s clearance rates. So I, I think it can turn. The big missing part of the whole story that underlies the property market is the underlying strength of the economy. Now, we can't get away from the fact the RBA has to slow economic growth, has to slow employment growth, probably has to get unemployment up. They'll do that by hook or by crook. And at the moment, it looks like a couple more rate hikes are going to be needed. But that will eventually show up and that will bring, I think, some stress into the housing market. And I think we're going to see that start to show up pretty quickly, even before the end of winter. It's actually sort of all sort of culminating to at the worst possible time, given that those fixed raters, they are coming off uh, as we speak. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure there's a lot of decisions going on in households all around Australia that says, can we afford to fund this house for another 12 to 18 months at this new variable interest rate or probably new fixed rate as well, because they've headed back up in the last few weeks. So I think that's going to be another element of this story. I think the market's performed exceptionally well into the first wave of this mortgage cliff in the first half of 23, but I think that too is another reality that will catch up with the market. And although approvals for new construction are coming off, the reality is the pipeline's been very strong and the and the, and the the supply coming into the market, the completions, if you will, are going to continue to tick over. They're not going to drop off a cliff or anything like that. So I think it's all pointing to a weaker market, but there will be opportunities, as I said, in those East Coast apartment markets. Uh, it's the regional markets that most worry me and, of course, the smaller states. And the factors such as limited supply, strong demand, of course, from immigration and rising costs are expected to continue just to put this upward pressure on the housing prices in the short to medium term. However, the market may be impacted too by higher borrowing costs, which, of course, reduced borrowing capacity and falling real incomes in the future. So that borrowing capacity, it's a major major, major concern right at the moment? I think so. The market so far has been able to withstand that. You can see from the ABS data that the average mortgage size, new mortgage size has only fallen a little bit, but I think that will continue to deteriorate. I mean, I think you really just highlight there the different forces at work in the market. What worries me is that the positive forces, that is the lack of supply, the strong demand, are really going to run up against what I'd call valuation forces. And that's that borrowing capacity. That's the funding costs. That's also ultimately I think the trajectory of the economy and employment which might not show up until later in the year but I think that the construction costs and the supply and demand issues will be most acute in those city apartment markets on the east coast they may provide a bit of a floor across the whole country but for these Markets that are historically 20, 30% overvalued to this day, I just can't see how those supply and demand fundamentals will offset the, the valuation effect of higher interest rates in a weaker economy. Okay, so let's just have a look over the next uh, couple of months because we've got people that are listening, trying to get into the market. Next month rolls around and we're not too far away, of course, from July. July, it goes up maybe 25 basis points. It goes up again in August. These people looking to get into the market, suddenly it starts to look like a spooked market for them. Is that fair to say? 
I think so. We saw that last year and we're sort of getting hints of that this year as well in the sense of volumes and turnover and new listings have been very low. And that's been a, a key factor in allowing the market to move higher. It's not actually that demand's really picked up. It's just that effective supply, i.e. listings, um, or completions have been somewhat constrained. So, look, I think that highlights the weak foundations of the of the the better market performance. The other thing to note is that most of the increase in prices has been happening at the top end, mid to lower priced properties have not really done a lot in the last little while. To be fair, they didn't go down a lot last year, but they certainly haven't come up much this year. The reality is property is expensive. The trajectory for the economy for the next 12 to 18 months is one way and one way only, i.e. softer. And the trajectory for interest rates, I think, is one way and one way only, and that's up. I just can't see how that reality doesn't catch up with the market. And I think we're going to start to see that show up over the weeks ahead as a deterioration in sentiment. And then I think as we get into spring, you're going to see volumes really pick up and that'll be really hard for the market to digest. Well, there's quite a bit to digest from you this morning, Warren. Always great to catch up. Plenty of talking points there. And once again, thanks for coming on to the Real Estate Breakfast this morning. Thanks for having me on the show. Don't navigate the real estate market alone. Let us help guide you in the world of real estate every day. Make better informed decisions with the latest news and insights. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. Thank you.